If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon. Simply look for We Are Hantu or click the link in the description. Ghost Maps is hosted on Libsyn. Get up to two months of free podcast hosting for your show from Libsyn with the promo code HANTU. Check out the description for more details. Ghost Maps Entry 54 McPherson Singapore. Angela, a full-time kindergarten teacher, doesn't believe in the supernatural. What makes her different from many other interviewees I've had is that despite her experiences, she's still skeptical. Just because I can't explain it doesn't mean I believe it's otherworldly, she tells me. I ask her then, why? She's meeting me. A friend of mine thought you might be interested in this story, she says, as we order our drinks at this coffee shop in Juched. And I love telling stories, she adds. She has since she was a kid, she says. Not only did her parents always encourage her to read, but they would make up all sorts tall tales to entertain her and her siblings. Ghost stories have always been, well, just stories to me. So after everything that happened, all I could think was, I can't wait to tell someone about this and see their reaction. She chuckles. I tell her that I don't scare easily and she smiles. It's not just fear that I look for, she says. It's Many reaction, really. She tells me she's actually particularly curious to see how someone like me reacts to her ghost story. Which seems like as good a segue as any. So, I fish out my recorder, place it on a table, and ask her to start from the beginning. It was five years ago. Angela was still studying to become a teacher while working part-time as an assistant at a design firm. The firm's office took up the whole top floor of a building in Macpherson. It was a nice place, Angela tells me. They had a pool table, a game room, and even a spacious balcony where everyone could take their smoke breaks and on Fridays have their end-of-week drinks. Our first month there went by pleasantly 
but uneventfully. I even brought in some of my bobblehead figures to decorate my desk, she chuckles. It was on one particular Friday night, however, when things started to change. She had been drinking with her colleagues on the balcony and left later than usual. By the time she was heading home, the main passenger lift had stopped working, so she had to take the cargo lift. That's when my colleagues got super serious, she tells me. Don't take the cargo lift alone. That whole area, very dirty, they want me, Angela recalls. But I brushed them off. I'd seen the area in the light of day and thought they were overreacting. But then, she reached the cargo lift lobby and saw why her colleagues were warning her. While the area was awash in sunlight from its sole window during the day, at night, it was instead bathed in the pale blue glow from its fluorescent lights. Just because I don't believe in this kind of stuff doesn't mean I didn't get how creepy this felt, Angela says. Still, she continued on, though admittedly pressing the lift's call button a lot more than usual. Just before the lift door opened, however, Angela recalls clearly hearing someone whisper her name. She didn't think much of it at the time. In fact, she even found humor in the situation. It's funny, but when it happened, my first thought was that this would totally be something from a story. She laughs. Angela's sense of humor, however, wasn't enough to help her deal with what came after. Every night, After the incident in the cargo lift lobby, Angela was plagued with nightmares. It would always be the same. She'd be in the lobby, the pale blue lights would flicker. And with every flicker, however, she could hear that same voice calling out to her. And always, just before she woke up in a cold sweat, she would see a face. She could never remember what that face looked like, but she knew that it wasn't human. If that were all that was happening to her, that would be bad enough. Because I couldn't sleep... I was in a foul mood and that affected my work, she says. She was forgetting the simplest tasks. She was snapping at people a whole lot more. Pretty soon, her colleagues stopped inviting her for Friday night drinks. After a while, I even started seeing things, she tells me. She 
hesitates with those last words, and I can see why. Despite holding on to her skepticism throughout the story so far, this bit clearly tests her disbelief. She tells me how it started with her bobblehead figures being moved around. It wasn't anything super obvious, she explains. She would come in every morning and one of the figures would be moved from one end of a desk to another. She didn't even notice it at first. When she did, her first instinct was that it was her colleague messing with her. But that, she quickly realized, didn't sit right with her. As short-tempered as she had become in the past few weeks, Angela still prided herself on being a good judge of character. No one had spoken to her about her change in mood, but she figured that either they were cutting her some slack, or that they had already spoken to her supervisor directly. None of my colleagues seemed like the type to resort to petty pranks, she says. Then, one Friday afternoon, while sitting at her desk, something caught her attention from the corner of her eye. One of the bobbleheads started to move. It wasn't the air conditioning or anything, she says. It had never happened before, but there it was, clear as day, just moving by itself. She quietly made her way to the bathroom, where she sat in a cubicle and started crying. She doesn't know how long she was in the cubicle when she heard one of her colleagues, another assistant named Vanessa, knocking at the door and asking if Angela was alright. Exhausted, Angela came out and started explaining everything to Vanessa. I thought I was losing my mind, she laughs, though somewhat mirthlessly. That evening, Vanessa invited Angela back out to the balcony. Her other colleagues seemed hesitant, though not at all angry at Angela. Vanessa related to the rest what Angela was going through, and as she did, their hesitance gave way to understanding. Isa, one of the firm's more senior designers, told Angela that this wasn't the first time this had happened. Another part-timer had encountered something similar a few years ago. And that wasn't all. Even the company that had occupied this space prior to the firm had experienced sudden business troubles the moment they moved in. Once they moved out, however, their fortunes change for the better as well. I know you don't believe in this sort of thing, Angela, 
Isa had said. But what harm is there in asking it to leave you alone? So, Angela did just that. She stood in the cargo lift lobby that night for the first time since that fateful evening. And she asked as nicely as she could for whatever was haunting her to please please leave her alone. Nothing happened. Nothing obvious anyway. But as skeptical as she was, Angela felt a weight lift off her shoulders. The nightmares never returned. The figures stopped moving. The next three months went by just as uneventfully as her first. Better even, she now felt closer to her colleagues than ever before. Eventually, she left the company and started teaching full-time. But she never truly believed it was spirits she dealt with. At least, that's what she tells me. It might have been psychological, she says. The drinks might have made me susceptible to my colleagues' warnings about the supernatural. And it just snowballed from there. She shrugs and smiles as she examines my face. You seem amused, she says. I tell her that it's not amusement at her story, but how she herself reacts to it. Do you think I'm fooling myself? I tell her that it's not up to me to judge what she believes happened. In a way, I explain I'm a lot like her. Whether or not she believes it was psychological or supernatural, I tell her the story itself is the most important thing. She nods, seemingly happy with that response. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps is a Huntu production created by Kyle Ong and Wayne Ray with art direction by Jolene Lim and recorded on Audio-Technica Mics.